rocking and rolling, man. We're, we're rolling on a river. Let's do this. There you go. Mate, brother, I, I like I said, I just want to say thank you for, for giving me a little bit of your time. And, um, that, mate, this is an honor. Thank you. Appreciate it. Let's B, do it. BJJ, man. Like, it's, it's pretty rad. Like, what got you into BJJ? Yeah, so I started Jiu-Jitsu uh, in 2001 when I was 14 years old. And uh, I have two older brothers. They're three and six years older than me. And the one who is three years older than me, uh, we were in that phase that I was 14 years old. He was 17. And then, then all his friends would come home to play video game. And then at the end, they would always grapple in the carpet. And there was always like this small guy that would beat everybody. And, uh, and, and then I, I asked him, how did he do that? And he told me that he... He used to do jiu-jitsu, and, uh, and he was a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. So then he invited me to start, and that's kind of how it started. Amazing, man. You've not stopped since. I never stopped since. So, yeah, that, that became my job and my purpose in life, kind of. I love that, man. Like, the, the more people I speak to with, with martial arts in any form, right, whether it's jiu-jitsu, whether it's kickboxing, whatever it is, right? As soon as they start, they they don't stop. And I think that's I think that's beautiful, man. You know, it's it's fe it feels like from an outsider's perspective, you've found your calling in life. And it's just like yep. this is either what I like to do, it's my hobby, or this is this is everything that I am. And I just think it's beautiful. Yeah, no, that's that's how it happened. And I was young at that time. I was 14 years old. And uh, one year later I already knew that this would be like my job and my man and everything you know like that's special man so <laughs> a question i would have then is uh what is the biggest thing you've learned from practicing jiu-jitsu and jiu-jitsu is the type of sport that uh people would call like the gentle art because it's it's an art and the, even though it's a fight it's 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 kind of gentle but uh, but in the same time, like you learn a lot about how to deal with adversities, mm -hmm. because uh, it's literally like one man fighting another man on the ground. So you're constantly on uncomfortable positions, and uh, and and you shouldn't give up. You know, like you should find ways to get out of the uncomfortable positions and put your opponent on uncomfortable positions. So it's a lot like life is, you know, like many times in life we are on uncomfortable positions and we can't give up, you know, like, so we got to figure out a way to get out of that situation and, and get better. So Jiu-Jitsu teaches us a lot of that on every day. And it's mm -hmm. also great for mental clarity because different than many sports, for example, if you're running, if you're jogging, you're thinking. Right, you you think about your life, you think about what you did today, what you're gonna do tomorrow. Jiu-Jitsu, you're literally like in another planet when you're fighting. You know, like you you don't think about anything else be besides what you have to do. You know, like you're worried about your opponent choking you. You know, so you're not worried about your bills. You're not worried about uh, about anything besides like defend yourself and attack. You know, like so it's great for mental clarity. You know. Mm. And I think that's that's a really important point, brother. You know, I think most of us, if not all people on the planet at, at this moment in time need that, you know, need that little switch off where it's like yep. we can no longer think about anything. It's this like meditative state. Right. And that's that's why I like um, that's why I like lifting weights. You know, like if, if if I don't, it's going to break me. 
it will literally yeah. fold me into and I'll be like, oh, okay, well, like I got a yeah. long road to recovery now. You know, I yeah, have to something concentrate. Is missing, right? yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, and the, yeah, the, you, you brought a good point. Like uh, Jiu-Jitsu has that switch off button that you can turn and you're off for one hour mm. and then you're back to the real world again. So mm. That's the issue with, I guess, social media and, and being connected all the time. Right. Well, I mean, us right now is a great example. We're cross like uh, time zones, you know, which is fantastic. We're able to have this conversation, but at the same time, it's like, oh, well, people can always get hold of you. So you can always work, you know, and it's, it just, it just kind of builds that stress and that anxiety is just always, always on. And it's like, well, when we're on, let's work hard. And then when we're, when we're off, let's not think about work. Let's do something yeah. else. No, I agree. I, I fully agree. And uh, yeah, and uh, uh, I think and the world is becoming more and more and more like cell phone, computers, yeah, technology. Yeah. So yeah, having the ability to do something that you are completely off of all these things, I think it's becoming more and more important. You know, like, mm. what what would you say is the biggest thing you've learned from from teaching jujitsu? Teaching jujitsu, I think it's how to deal with humans, you know, like, because when you teach your jitsu, you realize that, that everybody is very different from each other. You know, like some people are very talented. Some people are not as talented, but they're hard workers. Mm. Uh, some people, um, their body doesn't help much what, what they're doing. So they have to, getting shape first so you, you you learn how to deal with people you know like and the, so that's one of the things that uh, that i think i learned the most through teaching jiu-jitsu mm. and again that's a transferable skill right like we need to be able to communicate with with different types of people you know everybody's going to be slightly different although we are very similar in nature you know there's going to be slight nuances from person to person and as as coaches as instructors or as teachers right we need to be able to adapt the way that we we present ourselves so other people can understand it and i think that yep. again is that's a beautiful practice i think that the teaching process is also an art form and with you like you're teaching an an art form during doing an art form if that makes sense and i think this yeah. this beautiful combination between two different artistic outlets that uh we're able to help help people no i agree i agree and uh yeah and uh, when you're teaching and when you're learning you're both on both situations you're learning you know, yeah. like, and, uh, so uh, i learned a lot through teaching as well so it's really special right like like teaching is is such a special special job you know i i i say i say a lot that it saved my life and i i i mainly mean that because it taught me so much that i can now see the world through a different perspective yeah i agree and uh, and it's a very powerful form of connection as well you know like when you're teaching someone you you're connecting with that person in a different way you know like than mm. just like by than just talking mm. so that person is literally like um, listening to you to, and uh, and doing what you tell them to do so uh, it's a it's a definitely like a very deep connection between humans yeah and you're sharing something right like you're sharing yep. a part of yourself 
to another human being and yeah okay you're learning from it so you're getting something from it in that way but you're not necessarily in the in the common sense getting something back from it it's like oh okay you're teaching me something right and in this moment in time like i'm mainly the one that's that's receiving stuff rather than rather than giving it back and i think yeah that that sharing of knowledge you know like if we go back to ancient world like that's that's how we that's how we thrive sharing knowledge i mean we still do it today right yeah no i, I fully agree fully agree wow so where would you where would you advise somebody start that wanted to get into jiu-jitsu but also was pretty scared that it's this uh this crazy violent grappling sport right where would you where would you start to break down those those one mental barriers and then two obviously getting them physically uh, into no. the gym I think like uh, any, if you're joining the right place, you shouldn't be scared, you know, like, because uh, so so that's probably the thing I would say here. Like, make sure that the school you're joining it's a legit jiu-jitsu school, and uh, and you can find that out just through like checking on Google if they have great reviews, if uh, if this school looks like a jiu-jitsu school, not like an MEA type of school. Because if it's a legit place, legit gym, you should get there. Probably there is a class for beginners and you're going to get introduced to the art on a slow piece type of motion, you know, like. And the, the wrong place, it's the place that you show up very first day. They pull you to spar. Someone goes crazy hard against you. You don't even know what's going on. And now you're frustrated. You heard something and isn't that so... It should be like a very introduction type of style, you know, like you come in first day, you learn two or three moves, they explain to you what jiu-jitsu is about. Maybe it's even a, like a private type of lesson, a 30 minutes lesson. Then second class, you are with the group, but you're not sparring. You're still getting introduced. You're doing very basic moves. Then third day, you learn a little more. You're still not sparring. And then you start sparring maybe like after two or three weeks. And even though it's not like a regular fighting, it's just like specific moves. You know, like uh, you start on the mount and the guy on board has to escape, that kind of stuff. And uh, so if you join one of these schools, and this school should be clean, should have a good schedule. The instructor should have a good vibe. You know, like if you show up and the guy's like all like bad mood, that kind of like tough type of face and he doesn't treat you well, you're not in the right place. You know? like, so if you join a place that's clean, the instructor is very friendly, they have assistant for beginners and this and that, you shouldn't be scared. You know? like, it's just like another sport. It's very fun. And uh, I think everybody can see how much it's growing around the world. You know, like, and, the, and even the level of people that are doing jiu-jitsu lately, like, it's like Joe Rogan is one of the biggest ambassadors Mm. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook, is obsessed with jiu-jitsu. Uh, you see, like all these very smart people, all they're all doing jiu-jitsu. So there is a reason why, like it's because it's such a great sport, you know. Like, and um, yeah. Do you think one of the reasons why um, these high top-level guys <laughs> and and ladies across the world are doing jiu-jitsu is because it 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 does make you switch off? For sure. Like, I think a lot of men do to kind of like to uh, 
to create mental clarity on their brains and because uh, it's important, right? They're operating high performance and also to keep challenging themselves on how to deal with adversities, how to overcome obstacles and that kind of stuff. So Jiu-Jitsu is a very challenging sport, you know, like because it's different when you play tennis ball against someone and the person win the match. And when you grapple Jiu-Jitsu with someone and that person who you in a strangle, got an arm bar, got the mount on you, as a human, mm. it's going to be a lot more suffering to lose a jiu-jitsu match than to lose a tennis ball match. So that it's challenging, you know, like, and the, and I mean, talk about mental suffering, I'm not even talking about like, you're not going to get hurt or anything like that, but, uh, you know, so, so I think this is one of the reasons for sure. Yeah, that, that, that mental suffering, I think is, is also really important. You know, I think, yeah. I think as human beings, we need to suffer in some way. Right. I think we need to be able to deal with adversity in in some kind of way, you know, and uh, we create a life of comfort. Right. And then we we then question ourselves why we're freaking out all the time or why we're really anxious um, or not satisfied and stuff. And it's like, guys, if we just kind of earn it a little bit more self suffer, you know, go out and do something that sucks. You know, oh, why are you doing this today? Ah, because to be honest with you, because I don't want to. You know, that that feeling of satisfaction afterwards is unparalleled. You know, you can't you can't buy that feeling. You can't buy that level of relaxation afterwards, right? Like if I go and do, I don't know, if I get in the pool, I used to be a swimmer back in the day, right? And now you can't drag me to the pool. Like I just will not swim. But if, for example, if I get in a swimmer mile, right and i come back home i'll be like holy shit alex like that is unbelievable uh -huh. i tell you what put your feet up son calm down have a lovely evening relax you know don't worry about work you know what i mean if you if you earn it you can yeah, actually no. truly truly switch off no i, I fully agree with you and the and any guys i think you should gives you that sense you know because like, when you have a good day in jiu-jitsu it's very pleasurable you know like you, you feel good you know like oh man today things work out mm. and when you have a bad day you go home thinking about that you know like well why this thing didn't work and then your your brain is working you know like you're challenging yourself and the, and the, and and you're you're playing some mental chess with yourself you know like why did this not work that worked yesterday what should i do different and the, so it's a very fascinating sport for sure mm. i love i love the whole analogy of of um it's like organic chess you know it's like yep. chess but with your body because i really do believe that like the board game chess needs to be taught in school you know we can help a lot of things and and i have actually coached a lot of kids with with adhd right and anger management and and Tourette's and all that thing and one of the sessions would always be we're going to play a game of chess you know because it's going to challenge them in a way that they're not used to yeah no i fully agree yeah. And um, now we're adding that concept, but we're moving around. I think it's that's a stunning concept, and we're like, okay, yeah, how do we how do we do that? You know, I yeah. I just kind of apply it towards a barbell, and like, how do I move around in a in a way that would be seen as virtuous? You know, um, but I can also see like the 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 complexity of 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 BJJ, you know, and of all this like 
moving around multi-directional rather than just lift from a to b and drop you know um yeah it, it, uh, and it requires, that's exactly how it is you know like yeah it requires a little bit more of mental clarity right you you yeah, need to so, you need to focus and that's awesome i think people need it yeah no i agree i agree and i think that explains why it's like a i would say that jiu-jitsu might be the fastest growing sport in the world nowadays or wow or if it's not the fastest might be like the top two or three or four you know like uh so it's it's exciting to see uh this wow. sport growing at such a fast pace you know like it seems like I'm talking my way into the closest jujitsu school, right? <laughs> yeah, you should start. Yeah, I'll get in there, man. I'll get in there one day when I uh, when I sit around and and know where a home is going to be for a specific period of time. I will. Uh, I will start go rolling. I will start learning some skills at hundred percent. There you go. I think. Um. I think learning your, you know, I think it's uh, was it. Socrates that said um it's um it's something like it's depressing this to to be a man and not understand your body's capability or something like that and he's talking about mankind right rather than just a male um and basically paraphrasing in the sense of we need to learn what our body is capable of this shell that we're, we're stuck in is capable of and i think being able to do that in more than one different ways whether it's sport whether that is then go and do it as a hobby or profession, whatever it is, is um is awesome, you know. And I think it's also necessary, you know. It's it's not bound to a specific task, you know. Like we like we're saying, jujitsu, the stuff that you learn there is not bound to the mats. As soon as you leave the mats, it's left on them. It's left there. You're like, yeah. no, no, you're going to apply that to family life, your job, you know, even yourself, your relationship with your with yourself. And I think. I think we need it, man. I think we, there needs to be a really big push to get people moving more, you know, in any yeah. way. Yeah, no, and you brought up a good point because that's something that you learn a lot in jiu-jitsu as well. You learn what your body is capable of, you know, because, like, uh, for example, a human being who doesn't practice sports in general, he all he knows is that he can walk, he can run if he needed how he sits every day and how he lays down his bed every day. But he doesn't know how flexible he is, how much his body can handle uh, and, and what he can do with his body. You know? like, so in Jiu-Jitsu, you definitely learn that because you learn so many moves that I think if it wasn't for Jiu-Jitsu, you would never be using your body on that way that, uh, that it's definitely like a learning curve or what you can and what you cannot do with your body. You know? And you also learn what you cannot do. You know? like, so, for example, if someone catches you in an arm bar, you're going to very quickly learn that if your arm gets overstanded, that hurts a lot. <laughs> and uh, so you, 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 you understand the whole mechanic of your body much better than any other human. You know, like. mm. It develops a little bit more self-awareness, right? Like Even yeah, if that is yeah. just in the physical sense. And again, we need it. You yeah. know? understand yourself and you know the body that you're attached to your mind your your spirit if you want like your body like everything understand who the fuck this thing is and then be like okay how can we then go apply it to to life and then how can yeah. we learn and teach and grow and yeah like it's it really is appealing man like now the, <clears throat> the martial art in a sense i love it how it's called an art you know because it is 
exactly that in art form. Yeah, no, I I agree. I fully agree. I'm Massive. Right. So I, I I got a pretty pretty deep question. It would be, what is your purpose then? What's that? What is your purpose? My purpose. So, okay. So I think when I started jujitsu, my goal was to become a champion, right? So it was a pretty selfish purpose, right? Like I, I wanted to be the best athlete I could, and uh, and, uh, and and I wanted that in such a deep level that. That that desire and that will was what made me to become like a world champion, and then I won five world titles and blah blah blah. And then towards I was getting older, and 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 I know that every athlete uh, at some point you stop and 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 that phase of your life is ended, right? Different than all other jobs, right? If you become a doctor. I think as old as you get, better you get because people trust you more, you get more experience, blah, blah, blah. Being a professional athlete is the opposite, right? As old as you get, worse you get. And at some point, that's going to shut down and, and you cannot do that thing anymore on that level that you used to. But if, at, think, at first, my purpose was to become the best athlete I could. And then when I saw that my career would end at some point, I have a pretty deep desire towards entrepreneurship as well. So I co-founded the website bjjfanatics.com, which nowadays is the biggest online martial arts education platform in the world. And uh, and I think nowadays my purpose is to share jiu-jitsu with as many people as possible because I truly believe on the benefits of jiu-jitsu as we were just talking about. And as many people as we can reach with our website, I believe that I'm helping the world a little bit. You know, uh, mm. I think the world will be a better, better place if more people do jujitsu. Would be a more would be a healthier place. Would be everybody would have more mental clarity. Uh, everybody would have less stress. So I think that's my purpose, you know, like is to share jiu-jitsu with as many people as we can reach. Mm. So that's that's one of the questions that I'm always asking myself. How can we reach more people? And uh, and that involves like digital marketing, involves like events, involves like so I think that's the purpose. Mm. I think you're achieving it, man. You are. I don't think, I don't think a destination is ever the goal. I think it is the journey. You know, um, I agree. I fully I, agree. I don't think you have have achieved it. I think you are achieving it currently and progressively. You know, I agree. And um, I think it's you know that's that's why I got you on here, dude. That's why I reached out. You know, man. Like I think it's I think it's awesome, man. Like with you are in your own way bridging the gap between what was mental health and physical health and being like, Hey, we can also help them both. You know, we can combine these two because they are combined with something called a neck. You know, we are, yep. we are whole, you know, we are this yep. one thing. And um, I think, yeah, I think that's such a beautiful thing, man. You know, like we all do it in different ways. Yep. Do jujitsu. If it doesn't work out great, go do something else. If it does great, keep on with it. You know, like, 
Like people ask me all the time because I coach a lot of I coach a lot of CrossFit, Olympic weightlifting, and all that type of stuff, right? And in that whole realm, they're like, "Well, what happens? Do you think it's sorry?" They ask for, "Do you think it's for everybody?" And I'm like, "I think everybody could do it, but at the same time, I would ask somebody, do they enjoy it?" And if the answer、yeah. is no, I'll say, "Don't do it." <laughs> yeah, And it's、yeah. it's really that simple, you know. Like we can、yeah. we can enjoy life. You know, like that—that that, that is and can be a goal of ours. We don't ha- just have to like put ourselves to the sword and grind and hustle, and it just be a miserable process. You know, we can go work on our mental and physical health, and maybe spiritual health as well, and everything else, and enjoy well, ourselves. I fully agree, and、uh, and I think like jujitsu,、uh, uh, jujitsu makes people better, better people. You know, like and.、Uh, And I understand that some people, for some people, jujitsu is not going to be a great fit. But my hope is that more and more and more people at least get exposed to jujitsu, and can make a decision from there. But、uh, if you look, like, twenty years ago, I think most of the people didn't even know what jujitsu was. If you mention the word jujitsu twenty years ago. Nowadays, I think most of the people, oh, I have heard about this, the martial arts, right? And the, sometimes they don't have like the whole picture in their mind, but at least they have heard about.、It. And I hope that at some point they think about jiu-jitsu same way that they think about golf. You know, like I never played really played golf, but if you talk to me about golf, I know there's one guy with the bat there trying to put the ball. You know, I kind of understand. You know, like and the, so I think if jiu-jitsu gets exposed to more people. Mm-hmm. The world would be a little better, you know.、Mm-hmm. The, so that's the idea. I would, I would love to see a world where we really, really invest in physical activity, and I'm talking like a massive, diverse of physical activity from swimming, you know, lacrosse, jujitsu, weightlifting, you name it, whatever, gymnastics, and it being brought into school. <laughs> Right from a very very young age of just be like, okay, we're going to trial this process of can we teach these kids how to be pretty good human beings, right? How to pay tax, right? Yeah, yeah, how to、yeah. pass exams, but also、yeah. be fit and healthy by moving them around a lot more because yeah. And for example, I live in the United States, right? And I am from Brazil, so I lived in Brazil. Until I was like twenty six, twenty seven years old, and then I moved to US, and I'm living here for the last ten years. And、uh, it's hard to argue that US is US is probably the number one country in the world, right? Like、uh, regarding like financial、uh, lifestyle and and this and that. And、uh, in US, they sport, they invest in sport a lot more than Brazil, you know, a lot more. Brazil is pretty much like soccer and everything else. In US, you can start. Naming here a bunch of sports that are very legit over here, like basketball, football, golf, baseball,、uh, MMA,、uh, and the list goes on, right? Like on and on and on. And the、uh, and 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 this country have done better than Brazil. So for sure, like investing on sports is also a portion of the success, you know. Like so,、mm. so the same way that I see. Sports being very valued and and with a lot of investments in US, I think one day jujitsu is going to be part of that portfolio. You know, like and and 
and and that's and I think that that shows like the beauty of like investing on sports. That that's what I'm. That's the point I'm trying to make here. So. Yeah, I think so, man. I think it plants that seed. You know, at the end of the day, the future is the youth. You know, so if we want to invest in our future, we have to invest in the youth, and um, I think it does plant that seed. You know, it. it, it they, I know they have wrestling, right? They that's a big. There's a big wrestling community out in in the states. Yeah, yeah. There's wrestling. There's there's so many sports that here in US is huge. You know, like and mm. the, uh, this country really investing in sports. You know, like and you see, like if you do well in sports, you get college for free. You know, like there's all those benefits, and then you become like a little superhero here in the country. You know, like so. It's mega man. And uh, I don't see that happening that much in Brazil. You know? Brazil is like if you do well in soccer, yeah, you're gonna become like. But any other sport, it's kind of like, mm. you know, so, and then you see the difference between those two countries, <laughs> like one country is way ahead of the other on every aspect. So, um, so I truly believe that in sports is very important for us as humans, you know, like, and, mm. the, and, the, and, and, and I'm glad I live in a country that values that. Mm. 100%, man. I got, I got three questions. Yeah, go ahead. What's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received? Man, I, I'm always trying to have good mentors in my life since the jiu-jitsu times and, and until nowadays. So I have got so many advice that uh, it's hard to point one. But for example, uh, uh, I, I have I consider I have had three instructors in my, in my career in the jiu-jitsu world. And my very first instructor, the one from my hometown, that uh, that I went from white belt to black belt with him. Uh, what I'm gonna say here was not really like an advice because he didn't put that as an advice, but I learned from him the importance of discipline and consistency. You know, like so, and to put that in perspective, like he would teach jujitsu every day, twice a day, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I never saw that man is keeping one lesson in my life from 2001 to 2009. And uh, including days that he got sick, that uh, one of his relatives passed away, and he was there. You know, like I never saw him is keeping one jujitsu lesson in my life from the time that I lived there, from 2001 to 2009. And uh, this was not an advice, but I saw it with my eyes, and I brought that to my life. You know, like so, anything I do, if I committed myself to do. I'm not going to skip it, you know, like there's no excuses, no, if I told you that I'm going to do the podcast this day, 2 p.m., blah, 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 this day, 2 p.m., I'm going to be there. If I committed to do one project on our company, that's going to take one call per week, every, I'm going to be there every single time. And uh, and uh, so there's no slack, there's no like, uh, uh, you know, so I think things in life get done much easier when you it, and I think it's very basic, right? But not everybody do that. Many people say, oh, I'm going to do this. And they never do it. You know, like, and so when I tell myself that I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And, mm. you know, unless I'm dying, I'm going to commit to to what I agreed, you know, like, and uh, so this was probably like one of the biggest lessons I got in life. And it seems like a, it's more of a profound lesson, lesson, right? Because it was shown to you rather than told to you. You know, and the, the, and the, everybody can talk, you know, like, but not everybody, everybody gets to do. So the, 
Ricardo, my first instructor, he did for nine years, the time that I lived there, mm. you know, so it was very important to my life, you know. Talk is cheap, man. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So following question would be, um, what's the worst piece of life advice you've ever received? You're asking tough questions here, Alex. <laughs> I think here. Well, I would need to think about that one. I don't really remember. Uh, I, as everybody else, like when you were trying to do something that um, that it's hard, you hear a lot of people saying like, "Why are you doing this?" Ah, yeah. So, for example, I remember when I when I decided I would do jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu was a very small sport in Brazil, and I was in college. Uh, my dad obligated me to do college. And I remember like seeing some friends saying like, uh, man, are you crazy in doing this? Do you think you're going to make any money with this? Like, do, do you think you're going to be able to pay your bills at some point? Like, what are you doing? Like, and uh, and I'm glad I didn't hear them. So, mm. and, uh, you know, like, so um, I think in life, it's important to filter who you get advice from. And sometimes not even all advice, opinions as well. Right? And sometimes yep. people give you opinion, even when you didn't ask. Like, I, I didn't ask, like, do you think I'm going to be able to do well doing this sport? No, they were just throwing out there. So so I don't remember the advice, the advice, but I do remember, like, a lot of people saying things like this, you know. Like, That's it, man. Like, you know we we like to brainstorm right and, and share ideas but then say for example i'm sharing an idea to you right <laughs> and then you just say oh no i think you should do this it's like whoa 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 hold on a minute like th- there's no need for opinions now right like you know like maybe just I share think I, and i don't even blame them because i think we are so used about having an opinion about yeah. every subject about everything that anytime you hear something, you want to give it. And that's some that's an exercise that I even force myself. You know, like I really try to control my opinions because we tend to want to give opinions for everything. But many times, like it's just better to be quiet, you know, like mm-hmm. just listen, you know, like be quiet and listen what the person's saying. And maybe he's gonna ask your opinion, but probably not. Probably just wanna tell you, you just wanna talk, you know, like. And uh, yeah, so that that's that's interesting. Yeah, 100%, man, 100%. Um, last question would be, what are the three words you would tell your younger self? What's that? What are the three words you would tell your younger self? I didn't understand. What are the three words? Yeah, so you can make a sentence out of those three words or you can go like three individual words that you would tell your younger self. Oh, I would tell my younger self like it would be four words not three but do what you love <laughs> oh, love it. yeah yeah because uh, i think uh, that's something that my family didn't understand in the very beginning like uh, uh there is so much value in life to do what you love because i always say this like life is short but life is long you know like mm-hmm. and, uh, if you if you think that you're gonna live like 80 or 90 years 90 years and the whole planet, it's like 8 billion years. Life is very short. I get that. But, you know, when you're doing something that you don't enjoy doing and the time lasts forever, you know, like, so if you do something that you don't like every day, time is, life is very long, very, very long. You know, like, it's going to take forever to for the time to pass. So 
if you do what you love, time is short, and, and you you might do much better than doing something that you don't like, you know, like just because gets better paid or this and that. And uh, and I think the whole world is such like a huge market, you know, like that it's much better to do something that you love in a very small market mm. than doing something that you hate on a big market just because you're going to get well paid, just because you think you're going to get well paid, you know. Mm. So uh, so that's kind of like how I think about it. Yeah, agreed, man. Like 100%, you know, I'd rather, what's the quote? Find what you love and let it kill you. And I think yep, that's... Yep, um, yep. I think that's it, man. You know, do yeah. do something that lights you up, man. Like, yeah, no, I agree, brother. Thank you so much yeah. for this, man. I, I I feel honored. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate. And, thank you. Uh, thanks for your time as well. And, thank uh, you for helping people, man. Thank you. Thanks you so know. much. And uh, one day we'll cross paths. We'll roll around, and more than likely, you'll choke me the fuck out. But. I, I, I appreciate I so. it brother <laughs> yeah there's a lot thank of people you. that want to choke me out it's okay thank you brother thanks. we'll speak soon thank you bye bye thanks man bye everybody